Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's season now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the Real 45 podcast, another epic episode. I'm Greg Hancock with Stefan Janelle. Welcome Stefan, great to see you again. Thank you, great to see you again. Uh, we see each other actually. <laughs> yeah, we're actually looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, so we are seeing you again. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> but we're uh, we're back for another great week. Feels like the weeks just fly by, man. I don't know about you, but I know you're you have much more solid schedule than I do. But how you been? <laughs> yeah, it's just been crazy. I don't know why, but everything happens in the spring. I think in 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 school they have everything. They have these tests, and we have a new school for one of our daughters, and. At work, everybody wants everything done before summer, and it just happens. It's yeah, it's springtime, right? Spring forward. Yeah, <laughs> and you're out traveling all the time, I see. Yeah, I've been a little bit here, there, and and everywhere, and it's been kind of an eventful week. I was not to drag it on and and discuss it, but simple. I was in Poland last week for the Speed Ride Best Pairs. And we had a little bit of, uh, then we had a day off. The Sweet Air Best Pairs went okay. We finished third again, the monster team, and mm-hmm. didn't, uh, didn't pan out the way it was supposed to and the way we anticipated. Yeah, that's right, you know. So I yeah, had quite a week there, and I missed one heat. I got the wrong helmet color on and got excluded because I oh. looked at the program wrong. And uh, I'm getting old, man. I just don't even know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> you need these glasses. I need glasses. I need people to coach me on how to do things like <laughs> what to say, how to it say it, to all of point us, across man. right, because it always comes out wrong, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it was that. And then I went to, uh, we had a, a league match, our second league match of the year for, mm-hmm. for Zhezhov on Sunday in Poznan, away and away race this time. Everything looking great. Went there, track looked beautiful, track walk. We were all set to go and went to put my clothes on, my change into my riding gear. And they came over and said, uh, you can't race today. <laughs> Why is that? Huh? Yeah, I couldn't race. It, Why? The, every rider has a doctor's certificate signed by the club doctor. He has to check out all your paperwork you get for your licenses and then you pay some money for this guy to basically give you the okay the clearance that you're you're healthy and you're okay to ride so all the riders get the same it's the same every year and the doctor signs his name and dates it and puts the stamp on it and lo and behold it got missed in the first round but the second round the referee noticed that he had signed it and dated it, but it was 2017. Oh. <laughs> so something so as simple. 
basically, I mean, something as simple as that, you would think, oh, we just changed the date, everything's cool. The doctor was there too. Huh? No, that's not the case. You don't just change the date under the rules and regulations. The doctor didn't have this correct doctor's authority stamp with him. So they don't accept it. And basically said, you don't ride. The paperwork's incorrect. But I rode last week. Even oh. if the, the doctor is in place, yeah. you have the actual document, just a number wrong on it. And yeah. he has his identification with him. It's the same guy. Yep. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I am proof of that. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hard. It's pretty brutal. And, you know, the referee, he understands, too. He's got to follow procedures. He's like, you know, his job's on the line, too, if he doesn't follow protocol. Oh, but yeah, the doctor's sure. there, and he's got everything. And he's like, ah, I just change it. And, but he didn't have his, boom, <laughs> the real stamp that says I'm a sports doctor. But the, uh, other, club, the other club allegedly had their doctor there. He could have done it. But he could have done it. Yeah. But he hasn't it, seen you naked yet <laughs> maybe not i wouldn't want that <laughs> no it scared me. <laughs> me a lot <laughs> yeah no he didn't he uh you know it's sport right and uh, you can see the look on their face it's like sorry mm. so i didn't get to ride and i hung out in the in the pits and helped the riders all day and kind of just gave some words of wisdom and advice and watched the track and and was with them as a team but I felt really, really embarrassed and really, so it's been one of them weeks. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, can so. see that. I, I have a present for the doctor. We need to buy one of those neck bands so you can put a stamp in so you have it with him all the time. Oh, so he can yeah. just be, that would be just like, yeah, he could just pull it out of his hat like magic. Well, bam! <laughs> like magic! Like magic! <laughs> yeah. Speaking about magic, you've been, been done something else this week, huh? I have been. Excuse me. I have been. I, uh, yeah, speaking of magic, I just walked us into the magic. <laughs> I, I flew to Poland the other day, and I went to uh, Rocklov, the hometown city of the famous magic, Maciek Janowski, who many of you know is a great friend of mine. I have a lot of respect for him. I've sort of somewhat tutored him and tried to give him a few few tricks to improve his magic <laughs> and, and help his magic to be a little bit more simplified over the years and can't say you know the kids turned into a f amazing individual a person a, a, an athlete a speedway rider and just an all-around amazing person so He's, he's great. I have a, so much respect for him. And he's like my kid. He's like my little brother. He's a brother to my kids. He's just the best uncle anybody could ever ask for. Kind of, you know, he's, he's a little everything. So he's a magic man. Ah, uh, that's cool. So I got He's magic with a, with a mic too, I heard. He's me. He was magic <laughs> with a mic. Yeah. Everybody's not born to talk to a mic. No. And it's kind of hard in the beginning. You're right. Like we said last week with, when I met up with, uh, with um, Magnus, Magnus, the same. He was so nervous that it's like when that microphone gets on the table that you can see it's like, ah, and they hear their voice. They don't want to hear their voice. 
No. So I told I told Magic this about Magnus, and he was like, "I'm not using the earphones. I don't want to hear my voice." Really? <laughs> he goes, "Yep, I don't want to use them." Okay, no problem. And he was like, "All right, let's just do this." <laughs> okay, boom, hit yeah. record, and he just took off, flowed. It just went. He's such a natural with the mic, and to hear him speak, like to to tell the story, there's there's things we kind of went back, and he elaborated on so much of his childhood, and I didn't realize how early he had actually started before we even met him. So he he tells it, and he we even went a little bit further in into the situation or or the um, our relationship and friendship and and uh, Speedway as it is today. And we kind of touched on a few similarities or, or, or deep feelings about the sport, how we feel it's going today and what we would like to see different. So, you know, you've always got to be careful not to overstep your boundaries and um, say what's correct and politically correct or diplomatic and things like that. And sometimes we do it wrong, but he, he was good, man. He's the magic man. Nice. Everybody should listen to this then. I, how, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can't find a word? <laughs> no. I just, it just went out and out there, you know. I had a thought that you just popped. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I pressed stop on the recording when we were doing it, I was like, man, that was so fun. It was so cool, Magic. And thank you for the time. I think he had as much fun as doing it as I did. And then he realized too what it was all about. It, was, it really was a blast. You can just be yourself. And he that was truly so cool. himself. So I, I've already listened to it one and a half times just to rehear it and, and get a good feel for it. So, Ah, that is great. And the thing is that when you have a friend or like that, you don't ask that kind of questions and don't have that moment with people. And so the mic is magic in that way, too. You know what? Yeah. You make your own magic sometimes, right? True. So that's pretty true. The, the mic can bring everything out in you. So when we breast out our blue microphones now, we need to like rub them. Oh. Like it's a genie in a bottle. <laughs> and we just go, bam. Oh, bam. <laughs> there <laughs> you <Oof>. got it. <laughs> we got magic. <laughs> So, uh, so let's say, hey, man, this episode is partnered up with our good friends from Titans of Dirt. Check out their new webpage, titansofdirtextreme.com. Like them, share them, comment, and be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram, on social media, on Facebook. We have our Real 45 podcast Facebook. We have at Real 45 Instagram. And uh, share us, like us. Check us out on Podbean, iTunes, and Acast. Throw us a comment. So other than that, Stefan, do you got anything else you want to say? It will be an awesome episode next week, too. So Ooh. just listen up with this one, and you will hear, hear about us more later. We're going to thank already. We're going we're gonna to thank our, uh, our new friends from Jezhov Airport. And a lot Polish Airlines for the podcast that's coming next week. You won't be disappointed. This is going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome.
let's make some magic. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Man. See you. You do. Yeah. Well, I'm honored, like more than honored. This is probably one of the guests that I've really, really strongly been waiting to have on the show. And I'm really stoked that we've managed to make this happen. So, you know, Magic Yanofsky, Magic. What's up? <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> dude, to the Real 45 podcast. What's up with you? It's more like it. <laughs> um, not much. The same thing, like um, like always, like uh, racing in a circle, and um, yeah, not much. Just focus on the on the on the life. Dude, you uh, you've always been an inspiration to me, even as a kid. For you know, I'm not gonna sit here and, and blow you up too much, but I'll do my best not to. <laughs> Sometimes I can't help it. So. Everybody knows we've got a pretty long-lasting friendship, yeah. you know, and from the time you were very young when Raphael, my mechanic, uh, lead mechanic and great, one of my best friends ever, uh, brought you to the party. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's true. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, you know, when I look back on it and I think how young you were, which you were probably like... 13. 13 years old yeah, when we first really... Like and look at you now, you're 26. Oh, yeah. Going to be 27 this year. <laughs> I still look, I still talk to you, and <laughs> I got to remember, you know, you're not 13 anymore. And, That's crazy. You know, especially when we line up at a GP, handlebar to handlebar, and looking over, and I'm thinking, he's probably not going to let me win this heat. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, um, yeah, that's crazy. Like, like you said, because um, when I was younger, like I already tell you this hundred times, um, I was looking to you and Samer Malenko, like for big stars, and I was always try to um, follow you guys and watch everything what you do, like what what you wear. Wear and everything, you know. Sam Mermelico too. Yeah, too. Um, okay, I'm, when I was okay, when I was correct. really young, and I uh, and we was like racing with my brothers around the table. Um, I was uh, I was San Mermelico because uh, because of his helmet, I think so, and he have something on the top of the helmet. I think he uh, yeah. I think, yeah yeah that that was something yeah I remember really? when I was like really young and very small. Sam, Samer Malenko, but then, uh, then I turned to be Greg Hancock <laughs> on my bike, and you know everything like around the speedway. Even if if I challenge with my brothers, and they and someone says, uh, "Okay, so I'm Greg Hancock today," I'm, I was like, "Okay, so I, I'm not playing. I'm Greg Hancock." <laughs> that's you my know? boy right there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's funny. Like, There's only one great guy. Got. Yeah, how <laughs> dreams come true, you know. And then, then I meet you, uh, and Raf, and yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty funny story. So you guys were playing speedway with the little bikes around the table, or were you racing? No, like, it was like running. You're running. Oh, running racing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is really serious. Yeah, you know that's um, no brakes, dude. No brakes. <laughs> of course not. That's you were you were destined to be a speedway rider. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So who who were your brothers? Who did they play? Oh, I didn't remember now, but um, oh, okay. I didn't know if there was like some that just stood out more than others. So no, yeah. not really, not really. They they change a lot. <laughs> they change riders. <laughs> <laughs> they had to. Yeah. So I can see knowing you guys now, you know, <laughs> you got three brothers, right? Yeah. 
Two brothers. Uh, sorry. Yeah. It's three brothers. Yeah, two yeah. brothers. Three, three in the family. Three boys. And I make jokes about this with your dad today. So the cool thing for everybody, uh, Machik's dad, Piotrik, and I share the same birth date, June the 3rd. Can't really say it's the same year, but I am old enough to be Machik's <laughs> dad. You know, I could, he could be my son, theoretically. And I'm not sure if Piotrik knows this or not, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> but... These guys, Piotrick and I have fun because he has three boys. I have three boys. So I constantly uh, kind of look at the three of you guys and I see the, the good times, the hard times. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, time, yeah that, uh, the good thing is your dad's English isn't very good. Yeah. So you won't have to listen to this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, come back so I can say what I want now, yeah. really. But... It's really fun because, you know, you you see the resemblances in, in the lifestyle, but you can see your dad wants nothing but the best for you guys, right? And he wants you to make the right decisions and do the right thing. But in the end, he did everything he needed to do. And once you guys turned 18, yeah. you, you're going to do it your way. And he's still trying to steer you in the direction that he would really like you to go and in this world that's not so easy yeah that's true that's true like you says um we're not kids anymore we have like we all we all have uh, we all have uh, own lives so of course he want to uh, protect us pr- probably more than anything yeah right? and probably if if some if someone tried to do some uh, some bad to me he will he will kill this guy yeah so <laughs> without batting an um, eye yeah so he really he really tried to to ma- make our our lives maybe easy, more easy and uh, but you know sometimes when he tried too much it's it's not so good too so um i tried sometimes i try to um understand him but most of the time i try to show show him um I'm grown man and I know what I want to do in my life and uh, and what is my plan and uh, he he do his own job <laughs> right <laughs> and now is uh, is my time and uh, of course I I listen to him a lot and I speak with him a lot uh, my parents they they very important for me in my life uh, and my brother also so um of course, I always listen to them, but uh, on the end of the day, I do any, any, anything what I want. Yeah, so, you do. It. Yeah, you do. It. So yeah. So you want to show your dad too that you're you are a grown man. Of course, he knows that. But in the end, I'm gonna make my own decisions. I'm gonna do it yeah. this way, whether you like it or not. You can either hang with me, That's <laughs> right, yeah. or or you can hang with yeah. me <laughs> in that way. But like your mom. Okay, she's grown up like your brothers are. You guys are all so different. Yeah, that's true. All three of you completely different, yet you're all three Yanovskis. And I, you know, your mom's got the three of you, and then she's got your dad to deal with too. Yeah. Right. So four guys in her life, and talk about having the rock in the family, right? That, you know, yeah. I've, I've. I don't know how she handled that. You know, actually, still actually, today. Actually, when I think about my young age. And I know I was not easy kid, you know. <laughs> really? Even yeah, even in school, I always was looking for some troubles, you know. Were uh, you really? You were yeah, the kid that got yeah, in trouble yeah. in school. Yeah, 
I know you've told me some stuff, but <laughs> yeah, oh, you can you can you can ask my teachers. <laughs> they don't uh, remember me like you know like an easy kid. So we can save that for another podcast. We can get your teachers on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, like sport changed me a lot. Like like hard hard job. Like uh, all the all the hours in the workshop on the on the trainings. Uh, this this changed me a lot like show me right direction in the life and uh, right things so I'm I'm glad um, I started doing this just you said in sport but you're referring to Speedway in this but in school or if we if we if we back up even further you're you as an adult like a a, a real young kid an adolescent yeah. <laughs> Do you did were you really into soccer, football? Were you into some sort of basketball? Or I know how you are today, and I don't want to give it up. And but <laughs> this dude is pretty talented, and just about everything he does, you know, it might take him a couple of minutes. But you can see if somebody brings something to the table, the look in his eye when he's checking it out, and he's watching somebody do a demonstration. And you can see, like, I can physically see it in you. You can just see that you're, you've got the balance in the way your body movements are and the way it's like he's figuring it out. And it might take him a couple of steps or a couple of minutes, but suddenly, man, he picks things up. You, you, I think you really pick things up very, very fast. You have a good feel for, for balance, for coordination. Eye, hand, or eye, foot, hand, foot, eye, foot. Maybe, maybe because, um, like, like I said, from the young age, for me, the most important was sport forget about the books everything you know my mother always was screaming to me <laughs> because of this but uh, you know the most important for me was like sport like football wh- whatever what I can you know do some competition uh, where I can try myself with the different kids and you know uh, that was like uh, that was for me the most important and I try a lot of sports like football, basketball, judo, um, karate, and lot of lot of things like I was running and yeah, everything. I was like skateboarding on BMX, and so I tried a lot of things till I try first time right on the on the bike. When I first time right on the bike, I I, I knew from really young age that's my that's my point that's this is what i want to do for rest of my i don't know maybe not rest of my life because yeah (laughs) would be hard but uh, that was my plan for the future for sure you're trying to say i'm only 47 i'm doing the best i can (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but was did you ride an uh, a moped or a a regular like a motocross bike or some sort of other kind of motorcycle before Um, you rode speedway I I never tried uh, race on motocross bike before mm-hmm. I uh, start on speedway. Uh, I was racing on some yeah, some old bikes, you know. Um, in our family, ne- we never have like big um, uh, big chains to to buy something like that because uh, you know we have three boys. My my father have uh, some small so- uh, sm- sm- small so- small. <laughs> I almost say small sausage. <laughs> He's a, he a, we'll we'll do another interview with your mom about that later. <laughs> yeah, they have like some small shop, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so in our family, we never have some like big money. So they need to be smart how to, um, you know, uh, to spend the money. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But I was always this kind of kid to find some small job, get money from someone, keep this money, and like getting the, getting more and more and more, and then buy something. You know. And like you said before, my brothers, they completely different because uh, when they get some money, they go straight to the shop and buy <laughs> some candy. I was like, I was holding, you know, hand, uh, try keep give money. So I need to put under some my clothes or something like that. See, brothers you didn't know, steal it. Yeah, you know, we have like uh, same room, you know, oh. three boys. So, so it was not easy. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, w- I never have chance uh, till I start on uh, racing on speedway bike uh, to race on motocross. Uh, but but my father he always tried um, find something uh, would give us you know fun. Um, so yeah, so we found found some old old bike. Uh, what I, what we repaired a little bit and I was. I was racing around my my uh, my house. Sweet. So I can understand now why. One another reason why Raf took to you too, because saving every penny that you can yeah. and building up to it. Don't waste it on silly things and keep yourself hungry. We all know how Raf goes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, we always talk about the Raf school or the as he refers to it, the high school. High school. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of fun with it, but you're you know you had you had to fight for all that i can understand now that you're you know your parents they gotta they gotta share what they've got with their what they've got but going going into speedway cold turkey really without ever riding a motorcycle i've heard stories about these kind of things in poland raf's told me a lot of stories about how kids come in they've never ridden anything they basically put them on the bike and put the kill switch on them and and turn them loose in a in a sense and you think how could you do that yeah. you you know but they just want to see do they have the general feeling i can understand how you would have had it but yeah that's not that's a that's a hard school yeah it's um it's not e- easy on the beginning yeah especially uh, maybe <clears throat> maybe now it's a little bit better because you have uh, like some uh, school like uh, some speedway schools in 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 the club or uh, yeah, you can you can find some small tracks, but on the beginning, um, the most important in Rostov was like first team, yes, and mm-hmm. they don't they was not thinking a lot of of juniors to to get some like um, to grow some junior or like to to make some junior. I mean, yeah, I gotcha, yeah. Um, so so beginning was really hard because all the money what uh, my parents make. Um, after uh, one year when I start racing uh, when I start training uh, they put everything uh, every money to to Speedway so my brothers they don't get anything <laughs> <laughs> they get robbed yeah <laughs> and my father uh, decide to put everything for Speedway everything means uh, not big money but, uh, yeah, but everything what, what they can and on our way, uh, we we met some good people and some n- not so good people. So some of the people try 
use that we don't know anything about the sport we right. don't know anyone from this sport so i was buying some old uh, old uh, chains for like crazy money you know like half price or something like that and that they probably get like for free from from some old riders yeah right so oh so gosh. the beginning was not so easy but then i was so lucky because i met uh, raf and then i uh, helped him and he uh, i met you so i also get a lot of uh, some old stuff like uh, old parts from you guys so that was also uh, such a big luck for me and big help so yeah so how old were you then when you got when you really got on the bike the first time or got on a bike and was that a 500 then yeah um, actually first time um i was racing on really small bike but this is not even close to like speedway bike yeah uh-huh. uh but but that was on on small track uh, okay. near to rosa uh, but then when What's, i what size bike was that um I was. I think that was like, fifty something like that. So okay, yeah, that was really, really small. small. Bike. Yeah, okay. very small bike. That was just just for fun, you know. Yeah. That was something. Uh, that was more uh, to be on speed, a small speedway track than race on speedway bike, you know. Got it. So, yeah. But then uh, we met some people and they let us try on 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 bigger bike, and yeah, straight straight when I start first time. You know, that was like my my handbar was like shaking everything, but I was I have like huge smile and I was really really small kid for a long time, so um, so nobody want to give me big bike. My brother was racing more, and he already uh, start doing some uh, some turns and and I was like sitting in the pit and so angry because. Oh, I want to do this. Yeah, I I want to do this, you know, but they were like keeping me a little bit away. But uh, yeah, one day this happened and it's still going. <laughs> were you guys watching Speedway in Wrocław in that period as on a regular basis, or were you going to all the matches just to yeah, watch? Yeah, um, so you guys are Speedway fans anyway. Yeah, actually, my father yeah. take 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 me to the Speedway track. Um, when I was one and a half. Oh, it's okay. So he was a fan from... So Yeah, yeah. So I grew up on, on the stadium, you know, really? from really young age, yeah. So you've got it in the blood. Yeah, so Even when I was... When, when you was racing in Wroclaw, and when you, when you go to the toilet, <laughs> and you pass the crowd on, on the right side, uh-huh. I was standing there, and I was screaming, Greg! Greg! <laughs> <laughs> so this is like... Anywhere from 98 onwards, right? 1998. And you're yeah. born in what year? 91. 91. <laughs> <laughs> Put that into perspective, people, yeah. you know? That's crazy. It is really crazy. When we think back on it now, you just go, I can't believe how where the years have gone, you know, obviously in my career, but looking back on all this now, and then I hear all the stories. Yeah. And listening to how you know the day that i first remember raf talking to about this young kid and and Rostov, he's you know he's he's a really good kid and i like him i want to help him you know and his his parents are pretty into it and uh i think i'm gonna help him out and you'll like him you have to meet him i remember him saying something like that yeah. <laughs> so 
that that was cool because when I met you, you know, you were just like you had that. You didn't say much. Of course, you didn't speak English yeah, then either. Yeah. But you had that shy yet, the grin on the face said it all. <laughs> you know, you could see that like he was the it, it just he didn't, didn't say anything. He just nodded his head and 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 go on with it. And you know, the years have evolved. Things have gone heavy, but. I remember Raf saying, you know, we'll give him some parts, he'll help him out, give him some more used stuff, if it was chains or whatever. You had used some of my motocross gear, the Troy yeah. Lee gear that I was using. And Dude, I, I, th I think I still have some of this gear. Oh. So, you can imagine, like, it was for, for me, you're, you're still for me, like, the biggest star in the sport. Oh, and when I, uh, when I. Stop. <laughs> before I met you. You know, I was like riding on the, my on my push bike, and I was says I'm Greg Hancock. So if I have chance to, like uh, later I have a chance to get some motocross gear with Greg Hancock sign on my back, you can imagine what I was like thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you're pumping me up. Oh man, you know now you guys know why I wanted to have Machik on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> But now this this guy, you know, from the first time I met him, you know, Raphael brought him on a on one of his trips to come and see us, yeah. and he he I remember we gave him some gear, we gave him a few things, but some of that gear he would wear it out, you know, and whether it was a pair of boots or it was stuff, it was so old, getting so beat up and tatted. I'm like, Raph, we got to give him something more because I had a lot of extra stuff laying around from a few of the years, you know. And high school, yeah, yeah. Raphael High School. <laughs> Raphael's last name is High, yeah. of course, for all you people. And he started making this joke, and it's really funny because he's you know a lot of people come to Raph for help and advice, and he's really he's he's amazing for for numbers of reasons. But he made a joke about the high school. Yeah, and that's a pretty good joke. It's a really good. <laughs> it's a serious joke too. Yeah. <laughs> but. I remember him telling me, no, we can't give him too much. We have to keep him hungry. And I'm thinking, hungry? <laughs> Dude, there's one thing to being hungry and one thing to having some, yeah. some fresh vinyl or, or Kevlar or something covering his, his butt cheek when he crashes so he doesn't tear himself up. But, you know, part of it, I, I think that high school is really tough, yet... He's right. He was trying to install yeah, the right tools and the right... That's true. You don't bite the hand that feeds. You have to earn it and you have to work for it. And That's, that's true. I'm, I'm, I'm really lucky to, you know, like I said before, to meet Ralph and you. Because um, I, I really believe he'll, he teach me a lot, you know. It's um, uh, show me, like, right direction in life, like what I'm supposed to looking for and... Uh, how hard I supposed to look for each each things, and you know I, I was cleaning two bikes and he was giving me like one Troy Lee T-shirt, so that's hard work. You know, so but for me I was just waiting to finish, you know, and get the new T-shirt, so, and I was like, for me, it's enough. Yeah, it was it was really good, but um, was I, he real particular about how you had to clean the bike too? <laughs> um. He don't need to because you know I, I was like I always was looking um, a lot for for my bikes for everything, and uh, when I was cleaning my bike, 
you know, the screws was like long screws and I always scratch my hands and, <laughs> you know, that was really hard job. But when I was cleaning your bikes, when everything was like perfect and fit, so for me it was like, you know, oh, for, that, that was good. <laughs> uh, so, but, but, but I believe that's really good, uh, really good way because um, uh, the kids need, need to understand how everything works and uh, how everything is uh, expensive and it's like nothing comes uh, for free in in your li in the life yeah you need to you need to really hard work whatever you're doing like if you sell some parts or you're a speed rider or if you're mechanic doesn't matter you need to really do good job and and hard hard work to to get get some money and uh, everything costs a lot so I still understand this uh, and even now when I'm older um I understand more and I'm really happy this come like this happened on this way you the high school uh I keep saying here but <laughs> like yeah, it did shape you. I mean, you you look at Raf how he is, and you know how I am, and we are so different in so many ways. Yeah. And uh, sure. it's like a marriage, you know. I mean, it's uh, my wife and I are completely different too, and we get along so well. And Raf and I are completely different, and we get along so well. And we we argue, and we bicker, and we yeah. you know like because <laughs> he thinks one way, I think another, or I'm really unsure about something, and he's telling me don't think so much, or don't do that, don't say too much, don't do it, you know, back and forth constantly, and. Uh, in the end, I have so much respect, trust, faith in him, and I know that he has the same in me. So we would never yeah. overstep that, you know. And that, that that honor system, which you have also gained, you just when when we're doing something together, we're doing it together, and we're till we're done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he's been really cool and you've you followed by that and especially when he needed help driving to Sweden one time <laughs> when you were 13 years old yeah but that was only like on 200 kilometers so, so did you, know, you drive that far yeah only to Stockholm he says okay we need to change in Stockholm before we before we go to we get to Stockholm we need to change <laughs> so this is like from from Lynn shopping to Stockholm kind of yeah yeah something like that 200 k yeah but he also says uh, I cannot cross uh, 120 kilometers per hour. So, and he was really, uh, <laughs> he was really like checking that because I I passed few times uh, speed like high speed limit. High <laughs> comes back to high. And he was like waking up like straight away and was asking me uh, how 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 fast you go how fast and I was like okay okay I'll slow down slow down so I was yeah that, that was pretty funny he picked me up from my winter camp my first winter camp and take me for a really good trip to Sweden where I drive first time as a kid like 13 years old <laughs> 180 kilometers, you know. <laughs> in a foreign country. Yeah. So if you get in trouble there, if the police stopped you for some reason, Man. you just roll the window down and say, I don't speak Swedish. Yeah. In, and you say it in Polish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the, at this time, I don't even say anything in English, so. 
So for all of you out there that don't know, Raph, when he started working for me, he, you know, this guy, <laughs> someday he's going to be on the podcast. I got to get him to agree to do it and tell his whole story. I'll have to help tell it, but he didn't speak a word of English, you know, but he worked hard. Yeah. And I mean, from the moment he took over working with us, when myself and Lars Larson uh, made the deal with him to, he, he basically showed up at a race and at a Grand Prix in Prague and helped us at the GP. He got his own way there. We gave him the keys to the van after the race and said, see you tomorrow in Rock Love or wherever we were. I can't remember the exact track, maybe even Chestakova or something. We showed up the next day. Both bikes were spit, shine clean. The van was spotless inside and out. And he did this all on his own. And he traveled between Sweden and Poland and GPs by himself for so long. Yeah. And on this one particular trip when you came along. So he was giving to the high school, but mainly because he needed help. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought Maciek yeah. on a trip to Sweden when you were 13. He's a legend. That dude, he's he's legend, but he also um, it worked out. Yeah, but he also passed like um, really hard school. Yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, he I think he um, he know um, he know good good things. You know, like I mean, he know things. What you need to do to uh, to do right. Yeah, especially. Um, like I said, he don't he have really hard beginning, and he used to race on speedway bike and uh, on really hard time, and <clears throat> I'm glad he he showed me right direction because because uh, with, without him and uh, and the people around me will be will be hard hard to to be in the same place what I am what I am now because. Um, when I was uh, fourteen uh, till till eighteen, I spent most most of the time I spent with Raf. I forget about my old friends. I mean, forget uh, all the speedway stuff. Takes so much time oh, and everything. I was like hundred percent focus on this. You know, um, all my. Uh, um, Time, whole, my whole time was like uh, workshop training, workshop training, workshop training. So, uh, but if you if you really want to do something, you don't even think about this. Yeah, I, I see this now when I'm older and how much how much time uh, I spend for this. But uh, at 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 this point when when I was younger and I was looking to be a speedway rider. I don't even think to go, you know, to play football with my friends because um, I know I, I want to stay in the workshop and do my bike. So that's that's the way. And you still have that kind of passion even after all these years. I mean, you're well into your your career these days, you know, and busy as can be. Yeah. With uh, between the the Swedish league, the Polish league, the World Championship, the World Team stuff, or Speedway of Nations as it is now plus all your other things that you have to do as a Polish rider. You guys have a lot of demands, way yes. more, far more than any other country. Um, things that you, you are asked to do or need to do for, for your federation. And so you're a super busy guy, so spare time is not, it's not even a question, you know. So I, I know why 
now when I look at your the calendar you produced <laughs> when you when the picture the, the holiday picture when you get to October yeah. is pretty impressive <laughs> or November whatever it was but it's uh, it's well deserved um, but you you and I have have we've watched you grow from from this young kid and you've as you started to make progress in your your racing and your your career and becoming a junior in the team and rock in rock love and and then eventually graduating up to racing with us in in sweden as well right we rode together in rospigana yeah. in sweden and you've kind of for we've fortunately been able to sort of steer you by taking you with us <laughs> You know, yeah, we think you should go here and we just so happen to be there too yeah, you know that's... it would be really good for you and deep down those were I mean they've become some of the best because um, we felt like we can look after you but at the same time we were growing with you because we're watching all the things we tried to help you with but you were you're like a sponge you know you take it all in and you make it work whether we you don't, might not do it the way we tell you to do but you always try it yeah. And then you found your way, and that's what makes you where you, what you are today. Yeah, that's that's like like I said before. Yeah, I was so lucky to have some people like next to me who show me the way. Yeah, because uh, my father he never raced on the speedway bike. He don't know anyone from from speedway before. So, uh, so was uh, really hard to you know. I, get any direction what are we supposed to do you know if i you know when i start first time clean my bike i put some uh, plastic back on the uh, on the clutch yeah. and that's why how, how i clean my bike that was all what i you know do what i cover and then i start have a lot of crashes and everything because you know my bike was not ready to race it wasn't yeah it wasn't <laughs> so yeah, it's if someone like came from the street and want to race on the speedway bike, it's 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 really hard, and then and that was our beginning. But like I said, then we met you guys, and uh, yeah, we 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 you guys show us right direction what we're supposed <laughs> to do, and all of these things uh, with contracts and everything. Uh, we we sp- we spoke a lot of the about this and. And this is very, very important for the young riders also because, you know, this is like business for a lot of people. This is like only business, you know. For for us, this is uh, this is life and uh, and our yeah, career and and uh, our job. So, uh, yeah, you need to be careful. You can say that again, and I, yeah. think, I think we've both been on that side of the of the fence, you know, once or twice, and and we learn every time, but like you say, you, you can imagine the same in the, any other sport, you're so vulnerable when you're young, if you don't have somebody looking after you, and, um, you know, you hate to see it, but you've, you, you have to kind of stay focused and have the people around that give you the, give you the tools and show you and help you, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but most of the time, if you can see something coming, you can, you can avoid it. Yeah, true. And these days the sport is getting so serious. You know, it's these professional contracts and stuff that we use. It's there's way more to it than just washing your bike and yeah. putting your suit on and going and racing. It's so much to think about, you know, and so much to consider and you gotta have people around reminding you 
of the things you can do and you can't do and stuff. And it, it's, uh, it can wear you down, you know, but we, uh, we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about how great it is to be speedway riders and where we are today. Otherwise, it's, you know, <laughs> we want to continue to love our job. So, uh, but, you know, we hope that things will we'll, um, be at a really good compromise in the future and, and keep growing, but at, a, at an equal level, you know, so it's not uh, too top-heavy for one side and not the other, so. Of, of course, because for us, the most important is, like, we start racing because we we like we like speedway yeah we yeah. like bikes we like we like um racing and uh, um yeah that's all why we start in you know racing on speedway bikes but um like you said now we have like um, so many things around this but uh, yeah hopefully one day uh, some people will start to understand uh that uh, speedway for us is the most important yeah we want uh, nobody uh, nobody from the any club nobody from any um like higher up yeah uh, nobody wants more uh, like um nobody uh, <laughs> they care more about this speedway uh than we are you know yeah. for us that's the that's the most important you know so um I hope one day these people will understand that. that. We all do, I think, and uh, you can see now and you get some of the other youngsters coming in and you see some of the young junior riders coming in and the pressure that some of those youngsters have today, even if you back up to some years back, wasn't that long ago that you were a junior in the team and you can you remember the pressure you had, but the pressure today to be a junior is you have to be special to make it as a junior rider. It's... it's uh, they get pushed aside even quicker than they used to be because it's the demand for winning with, you know, everything's going up like that. The demand for success is so high. Yeah. Um, and the demand for, ah, overall, there's so many demands. And uh, let it, before you even get on the track, and once you get on the track, you, you know, you want to win so bad, but um, the feeling of losing on the track sometimes these days can also be, have consequences that are, makes it really hard to, to be a good loser, you know, yeah. you're really trying hard to, uh, to find the way forward, but um, it's tough out there, you know, yeah, it's, and, it's tough. And, and the league is very strong, Wow. and it's, it's not, no place to any mistake, yeah. so for, for like juniors, they, they, they have really hard to, you know, um, but yeah, that's the way, if, if, you, if, you, if you can make it, then you can do everything. You know, if you've um, got the nerve, yeah, that's true. And, and you got to have the nerve and the ability, right? And then you got to have the equipment, and to have the equipment, you got to have the sponsors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's the it's the business, and it's not may, easy. Like may, everything, may yeah. the best man win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, but going up, you know, now we, you're getting to the level now where, uh, you know, Raf brought you to the states. Or I should say, you came together with Raf. <laughs> your first trip to the states. I have to share this because I think this is yeah. really, this is back to the high school. You and Raf and Janusz Kowalczyk. Well, what was it? Janowski, Hadge, and Coco. <laughs> As they were calling you guys yeah. for the flight. Yeah, it was Janowski a little bit late, and uh, like I said before, 
only words what I know in English was Coca-Cola, Mal- maybe Mal- not Malboro because I was too young. But <laughs> Marlboro, but that was Raph. He was probably <laughs> Mal- smoking yeah, one. Yeah, Mal- Marlboro, Raph. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but uh, when I, I was in some shop, you know, small kid in big world and nice shops, everything <laughs> nice, you know. So I was like walking uh, in some shops and looked at some stuff. And I hear here in the uh, speakers, last call for passengers, Janowski, what are you? I think, yeah, maybe it's not my name, my surname, yeah, um, pretty close. And the second one was Hatch, and the third one was Coco. So, Coco. That's two crazy, like, surnames, uh, but yeah. How did they get? Then I, then I, then I, then I saw uh, Raf running, and try find me, and yeah, that was that was funny. But finally, we 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 make it. So <laughs> that's funny. You made it. How did they get Coco from Kolodje? or Kolodje? That was good. I don't know. Maybe didn't even want to try. Maybe maybe Janus have some like funny picture in his passport. <laughs> <laughs> on his visa oh gosh that was cool you guys came over to the US for the uh, what's it US against the world right yes yes that was in Auburn uh, that was Fast Fridays yeah yeah, yeah you know that was what that an was, experience yeah that was crazy I was so scared because uh, I never raced on that small track before and you know I have my own bike at home what I know like everything in this bike <laughs> and there we go with this <laughs> so i came to the state for a really small truck they give me some bike like completely different bike than mine so i was so scared and um, raf he was already uh, uh he already want to change the setups everything i was like dude wait i go for first practice I believe this. I believe these guys have good setups because they race here and they know the track. So let me try, and we will see. Okay. And yeah, after my first two laps, when when I touched the fence maybe three times, I ca- I came to the fence and uh, says to Raf, Raf, I will, I will give, uh, I I will give them. I will give my money back for the tickets for everything. I just don't want to race tomorrow because <laughs> I I don't feel safe by my own. I don't know like if I I have three different riders next to me. You know I was like I was super scared. So I was I was sitting and like thinking what happened now because I I come for such a long long way. Uh, they want to see me on the track, but I was like, I I don't see myself on this track, you know. <laughs> but Raf came to me and says, "Easy, we change setup now, and now we'll be okay." And next day, uh, I think I scored like fourteen points in six <laughs> rides. So Raf was right yeah, again. Yeah. So he was Bastard. right again. <laughs> and yeah, 
this is what happened. I was that was super super cool. Like awesome. in, yeah. Again, the high school, how he can pull that off, right? <laughs> he he manages to get everybody. You can just be stressed, and he just finds a way. And I hope that he's not stressed himself, because you know sometimes he he rolls the dice and we roll with it with him. And then in the end, he goes, he's, he's done this to me. He's like, I had no idea if that was going to be the right or the wrong thing to do. You're like, what? Then you laugh about it and go, okay, all right, yeah. I trust you. Yeah, um, yeah. Like like we say, his rap is amazing. But uh, he he's stressed too because uh, I was watching him a lot uh, when you was racing and when he said something and uh, when you just go to the tape, um, one minute was was enough for him to finish cigarette. So so he was so quick, you know, like and and a little bit stressed too. So yeah. But he know he know a lot of things, a lot of tricks, a lot of you know. He's really long in this sport, and yeah, and he's lucky boy, I think. So like, I mean, yeah, he have something, you know. Him and Mark just like right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He yeah. says, um, uh, <laughs> he says now now he would give me some luck because I have his sticker on my. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of course <laughs> on my silencer you so. just paid for your luck you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah but yeah Rafi is a lucky boy hey, it's okay and he's you know like you said he's a huge memory bank he's a book of knowledge when it comes to the sport and <laughs> we we put a lot of trust in him but in return, I think about it, you know, some of the things that he does, the, the relationship that we all have, you have with him too, is we trust in what he does. And there can be a lot of people that come in that would try to do something crazy and you're looking at him just going, no way. Yeah. And that, if you don't believe in the person that's working with you, it'll never work. That's true. So yeah. he has the faith in us. So he knows that he can do it and get away with it. And I've had some arguments with him after a heat and yelled and screamed at him. And he's gotten the old, sorry, 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 you know. <laughs> and it doesn't happen very often. That's hardly, you know, you can count the times. I never see that. <laughs> no, I, I do it on the side. I don't ever do okay, it in the pits. Okay. I wouldn't yell at him in the pits. I always, we take, if we have a discussion to take, we take it outside. Okay. We don't want to make a scene. And, uh, but it, honestly, it hasn't happened very often. And, but... I think back sometimes, you know, and of course he he wouldn't do the same thing to someone else, but he knows that he can try it on us, and he knows that we might come back and go, yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you said, so like, it's all about the trust, yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, for me, uh, he's uh, also such a big guy in, in the sport, yeah. so uh, in, the, in, this, in the speedway, so um, I, I believe... For everything, what he's maybe not everything, but <laughs> the most the most thing, what he says, and uh, we run with his luck. Then, <laughs> yeah. always if I'm not sure, um, I think about his luck. So, <laughs> but yeah, he, he have um, he's like a book, you know, in the speedway with the setups, with with everything. He he know a lot of things, and he know a lot of things about the engines, and he's he's a very smart guy. He is. He's really good, and he's helped us both a ton. So yeah, uh, just to finish off on your trip to California, there you had one more incident on that trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Which that... is a part of the high school that even my wife was not very happy with the high yeah, school I education. St- I, I still have uh, <laughs> a scar. I, I still have this memory on my leg, you know. 
Yeah, that was that was that was fun because I was like se- seventeen years old, then, right? Something like this, and um, you know, in in Poland, you can start drinking faster than in the States or whatever. well, in Europe, you only got to be eighteen, and yeah, I guess yeah. in Poland, you got to be seventeen plus. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen is already you can have you can be after few parties. So, <laughs> so. So yeah, so we finished the the cow pal, cow pal meeting. Cow, cow cow palace or cow. Um, you know this meeting after like every uh, fast and Fridays. I haven't done that myself, but I know okay. what you're, uh, the one up at um, um, Davis, Gary the, Davis. House. Gary Davis, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 in in David um, Gary David house. Uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was funny because we finished meeting uh, on uh, pit bikes, <laughs> and we go to the room, and uh, we we take few drinks, we we change, uh, we come back with the shorts, you know, flip flops, flip flops, and we decide so we will start racing now because we feel better now course so yeah so that was that was so crazy because Janusz Kowalczyk he he had few crashes and he scratched his uh, knee like hands you know uh, he had some blood you know on the on the t-shirts I was like he was looking like after three big crashes in the wars but still on the gas we were still racing you know uh, Gary Davis was like on his uh, 85, 85 quad, uh, oh, right. especially make for the like uh, filming, you know, uh-huh. like following us and yeah, everything was like under control. <laughs> Until and yeah, and I try pass Janusz Kowalczyk and, and he grabbed my uh, hand and like just uh, pushed me or something like that and I um I crashed but like I make like circles and. Uh, my foot stuck uh, between front wheel and uh, and uh, engine. Oh right! And I was la- and I was landing on the bike, so I cu- I couldn't get up, and I was a little bit you know after some painkillers, so I didn't feel like hundred hundred percent of this pain. Uh, yeah, but I got up after few seconds and. I looked to my leg and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm. I I I was. I feel that it's not easy, you know. That was not something small. So, I ran to the apartment and uh, taking shower straight away, and go jump to the bed. But when I wake up next day, I was like, my face was like changing color every five seconds from green to red, white. And I looked to my leg and it was like burned, you know, it was like oh, man. my whole, almost, almost whole leg was like, like up the back of your knee or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was, that was really, really nasty, you know, and that was beginning of my holiday in States, in California. Yeah. It was like within the first yeah. couple of days, right? Yeah. That was, that was, I think, fourth day. What was the fourth day, right? So, and I have so many plans, you know. I have so many plans for this holiday, <laughs> but uh, yeah, next next uh, next week I was walking like a like a re- re- really old man, you know, 
And oh, I just remember when you guys came back down to the south, and you came, <laughs> and you're like, hey, he's, you were limping really bad, and it's like, what, what's up? And then they showed you, like, like, whoa, that's a nasty burn, you yeah. know. And I remember Jenny, my wife, was just like, you gotta go to the hospital. And like, no, no, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Like she's like, no, you gotta go to the hospital. Now we gave him some, you know, paracetamol or something, yeah. <laughs> and, and you just you ended up high school riding it out. Yeah. And the the funny things was like in in Poland, in, in, if someone see like uh, some different person like hurts, you know, they they don't come and ask like what happened, you know, like they they don't try to uh, to show the uh, show the people um, they look to you, you know, like you know, but uh, in California when we go. Anywhere, like people was like looking to me and was like, "Hey, dude, what happened?" Like, I was like, you know, scared. I don't, I don't speak English anything. Like, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> it's nothing really." Yeah, so that was that was that was pretty That's funny, a... and yeah, I have this. Um, Do you have any photos of it? Um, I I need I need to I need to check my yeah, my my laptop. Yeah, probably I. Uh, I can find some, some photos from this trip. I could use some of those for the social media. Yeah, <laughs> I I would use them if I if I if I have. I, I need to find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that was um, that was my biggest uh, actually my my all um, accident on on the bikes on whatever happened with with my body. Yeah. Everything happened. Uh, mm, not not in speedway, you know. I broke my uh, collarbone on motocross. I bu- <laughs> I burned my leg, you know. <laughs> we'll knock on the wood. You know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Everybody safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Raph always says. See, you know, you hear all these crazy things happen. Speedway's not so dangerous, is it? I'm like, all oh, right, okay, I got you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's got another way to look at it. Yeah. True. So that's true. And so far, in most. Your whole career so far, any injuries you've had have been outside of the sport itself. Yeah, that's that, that's true. I, I used to have a um, little bit broken collarbone, but uh, but I was still riding, so I don't even do anything with that. Um, on my left knee, or yeah, on my left knee, I, I, um, mm, how do you call the my lig- ligament. ligaments yeah uh-huh. uh, I destroyed a little bit my ligaments but this not I remember that too. yeah it's yeah. not happen anything with my you know this don't, don't stop me with any meetings and anything so uh, yeah lucky to this point nowadays you for sure luck is good a little rough luck or whatever yeah. you get high luck but I mean nowadays you with your program I know that you do a lot of training with Marius Jasinski and, yes. and uh, who's a, a kickboxer yeah Muay Thai yeah, king boxing seven times world champion he's he knows his stuff yeah and I've known this guy from my days back in Roslav and he was working with the team and and um, not just a a complete animal but a, an all around good person and you know which a lot of these guys seem to be and his his um I think the the best word, but the way the discipline that he teaches, 
um, people like you as well as, as being ready and being in, in good shape and on your toes you know when he walks around he's just he's ready all the time you yeah. know he's just he walks on his tippy toes and you can just see him and yet he's what an awesome guy to have in your corner he's worked with so many riders in the yard campbell as well and and um, nowadays he's with you more or less all the time but those kind of things you can see that that also must help in most circumstances you know you're in great shape you take care of yourself and and if you do fall, you know, hope you don't, but if you do fall, these kind of things always help to prevent injuries, which is... A yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, um, uh, this is what, uh, what happened uh, in Speedway now. Everything changed. Everyone is, like, really in good shape and uh, everyone have uh, similar engines and everything. So you need to be... Uh, I think you need to be ready with, with everything, yeah? Like... Um, we are athletes, so we need to um, live like athletes. And um, this is uh, Mario Shishinsky is another person in my corner uh, uh, who working with me from my beginning. You know, mm-hmm. first time when I uh, when I come to Wroclaw uh, Club, he was already a coach. So uh, even even when I was younger, we we trained together. Even when I moved to Tarnov, uh, I was still uh, going to his uh, town and train with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now now he's with me for almost full time, and we talk about a lot of different trainings and everything. He, he is like open big book about you know trainings um, uh, uh, with food with with everything you know with. So, um, yeah, and he's amazing person, you know, when I look to him and when I saw like he's seven time world champion mm. and he's such a normal, normal person, r- really good person. Uh, yeah, he's like big inspiration for me and yeah. uh, he don't need to like um, um, check if I do everything because uh, he he teach me a lot uh, from this all of these years uh, back. He 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 teach me a lot, and uh, this is uh, very normal to me to wake up in the morning, take my dogs, go running. Um, this is like uh, this is what I like, you know. Sure. And uh, I like I like this uh, th- this kind of life, you know. Um, so. Yeah, it's working. It's working pretty yeah, good for you. It's working good. Yeah, that's true. For sure. And now you've come off your uh, best season ever in the Grand Prix. We're getting ready to start another great year. You and I both, you know, um, going head to head. And um, yet, you know, we're all we're all buddies in the in the group. You know, we're all friends. Um, we race against each other constantly, and obviously you and I have, have uh, we share way more than most in, in our cases as far as what we're doing and how we learn things, and, and uh, yet we know that when it comes head-to-head, it's, it's going to be our determination, our luck, and our skill on the day yeah, that's going to be true. deciding, like you said, engines and everything. Everyone's got their own program that they run, but when they come to the races, it's the guy who puts it all together on the day, huh? And you I mean you know that as well as I do, so 
we always look forward to this and you know it doesn't matter who you're lining up to I just know that when I line up against you of course I want to beat you but you're the kind of guy who I I always pull up alongside and I'm like I'm excited to race because I I feel like I know everything about him I know what he's going to do and mm. I know what's going to happen so I can plan whether I make the start or I miss the start I kind of know I'm going to have to be on my game just to hang with him, let alone to try to get by him. But for me, that's, um, that's the motivation I need to, to push hard. And I don't have to think about what if this or what if that. I just think, how can I stay with him? How can I, you know, how can I beat him out of the start, first of all, if you don't trick me into touching the tapes first? <laughs> <laughs> Which you've done um, um, at least one or twice, once or twice. So... Um. <laughs> With, you know, I have not so good clutch. Maybe that's why, you know, my, my yeah. bike was like maybe moving a little bit. But <laughs> so is that why I caught you in here looking for clutch plates? You're trying to work in on the new thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a, you know, very um, secret, you know, right. secret thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, the secret hidden thing here at the high school. Yeah. We're sitting in Raphael High Speedway Parts Workshop doing this because the Real 45 podcast is all about being raw and real yeah. and wherever we are. So this is pretty cool. We're sitting in here. We've got a great scenery of a lot of eye candy for a Speedway dude. And we have grill uh, on the next side of the wall. Yeah. So we can we finish this and we go get some good food for sure. <laughs> We're going to do that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it by saying all this high school and all these things that we've done together uh, helping Machik over the years or trying... I always, you know, people give us a lot of credit for helping Machik and doing all these things, but I will say we've not done that much for him. We've given him some tools. We've showed him a few things and the kid has grasped it and he's worked with it and he comes back for more and he asks the questions. And now the last two years and more, most recently Luke Becker, but two American guys. I've always said, I wish Machik, I love this guy and I treat him like he's my little brother. He's my kid. And I just wish he's an American. But <laughs> last year, Brock Nickel came over and spent some time with us in, in Europe in the beginning of the year. And Machek was good enough to offer to let Brock stay with him. And he ended up being with you for five weeks or something. Yeah, something like that. He was with you for a long time. Yeah. So Brock, I couldn't, when Machek offered, you're like, this is like too good to be true, you know? Because he's going to go into your school, your training program, your your lifestyle and you know how to work hard train hard and have fun which you have to have fun you know so we're going to do all these things and we're going to have a good time too yeah of course so you guys did all that stuff and it didn't work out good for Brock last year and uh, bike to get him over we wanted to get him over here to stay but it didn't work out so we ended up back home had one of his best years ever in the national championship yeah. so somewhere along the line everything paid off for him and then a shoulder injury recently but um, Luke Becker had reached out uh, to me earlier in the winter and uh, between him and his, his good friend and sponsor uh, this Thomas Borge guy he um, they wanted to get Luke over here and um, we worked hard to get him a place in England in the beginning of the season but because of his broken leg or ankle last year he missed uh, he was yeah. leading the series and then ended up breaking his leg and missed a round and or his foot and and uh, missed out on the um, a top four position, which what you need to get qualified to get a get a visa yeah. visa for England. So he couldn't. He was ready to go to Edinburgh. It was all done, and he got de got declined. So a shame. So 
we went back to the same concept we tried with Brock last year. And um, the more time I spend with Luke, the more uh, I I get this same impression. You know, he's he's a very quiet kid, but very determined. His sponsor and, and family friend, um, Thomas, is very down to earth and uh, just... Can you help him out? Let us know what we can do. We will help to support the thing, but we just want to give the kid a chance. And he really wants to do this. And, you know, that that's all it took. And Luke has shown so much interest as well, as Brock did last year too. And it just seems that the way things are and the position we're in now, it's starting to open doors. But Luke has worked really hard. You opened the door to him too again this time. He's been staying at Raf's place and spending a lot of time with you on and off. And the look in his eye and the things that he says to me, the fact that he still looks at you with like starstruck, that he gets, you know, I can see when you walk in the door, he gets like his shoulders come up and he, you, you lift him, you know? <laughs> and um, it's really bitching because the same way, you know, I, you're, you're an idol for me in, in many ways. And I look at him and I see him looking at you and some of the people that he's been around, like, you can see, I, I want to be there. I want to be where they are. I just want to do this. And he doesn't say much more than that, but the look and the expression yeah, on he, him he's, says it all. He's, he's quite a kid, yeah? Very. But uh, like you said, um, he's very determined. And uh, this is uh, the same uh, like works for me, you know? I get uh, opportunity from, from you, and uh, I know how important is that. And uh, if anything I can help him I always uh, will uh, will show him what I what I do what is good for me uh, how we prepare in Poland because um, uh, Speedway in Poland is a little bit different than in, in States Absolutely. and uh, um, yeah so um, if you if you're racing in some club you need to be ready all the time and uh, do a lot of different things, not only um, racing on motorcycles. So um, I'm ready to show him everything what he need, and uh, yeah, that's that's cool. He want to you know come from nice country, <laughs> nice hot country to small Poland in Europe and uh, and race on speedway bike. So that's that's amazing, and uh, if he make such a big move. Uh, and such a long fly from California, um, you know he needs someone here to to who will help him, and uh, he have good people around like you and and Raf. Um, so now is only in everything is on his hands, and uh, if he will be enough determined, I think he can he can be really good rider. For sure, yeah. and. We sent him to the high school, yeah, and he gets the magic touch. So, you know, the kid, <laughs> the, the kid's got, uh, he's got a lot. Of, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, he's uh, gonna do all he can to show us that he yeah. wants to do it. So uh, we're stoked, and I'm more stoked because you gave me a lot of this time, and uh, like I said, I was looking forward to this podcast. And I was, I was very scared. Uh, actually, you know, like yeah, I you told looked you really scary. <laughs> How I told you before, but yeah, that's that's really cool thing, and uh, I need to um, uh, do my uh, homework with all of uh, the po- podcasts uh, <laughs> what you make before, and uh, 
I really need to uh, listen the whole podcast with uh, Chris Holder. What up, dude? <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, that's a really fun. cool, cool thing. And oh, thanks, man. I hope you guys will uh, grow and be big. So. Oh yeah, it, you know, someday you won't even be able to get on the podcast. We're gonna be so big. <laughs> I, I hope um, next next year we will still have chance to, you know, we'll get, get some five minutes to talk. You know, we'll see. We'll see if we can fit you. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, you can see why I love this guy and why we are, uh, you know, good buddies and and why I have so much respect for him. So uh, this is just this is just a part of magic. And uh, you're going to see a lot of magic to come in the future. So uh, thanks, dude. Thanks for inviting me. And um, I'm really, really glad I, I can do that with, with you. So, yeah, peace. Uh, yeah, peace out. <laughs> thanks, bro. I'll see you soon. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk. So tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.